Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Sugar Freedom Show. I'm your host, Catherine Gordon, and today we have Andrew Beatty. He is a fitness expert and gym owner, and he's also the author of Fat Loss for Busy Parents at fatlossforbusyparents.com. So I know he's going to have lots of information for all of us, whether we're a busy parent or not, and I'm just so excited to have him on the show today. Hi, Andrew. How are you doing today? Hi, Catherine. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm delighted. I had so much fun. Uh, you interviewed me last week, and boy, was that a great experience getting to talk about fitness and transformation and overcoming any difficulties with, with food and fitness we have, and it's so great to be able to turn this around and get you on the show today. So I'm going to dive right in, and as we all like to do, what we like to do is ask our guests, you know, what is your fitness story? What is it that inspired you to get into fitness and uh, help people get fit themselves? That's a really good question, actually. Um, I wasn't that into fitness until I went to college. I was, I was obviously always kind of fit-ish, so thanks for it, but I was never that into, you know, the whole health and nutrition aspect of it. Um, until I went to college and I was trying to get myself in, in decent enough shape. Because, um, you know, I was a fat enough kid. I'm not going to lie about it. I was fat, but I was always fit, if that makes sense. Um, so I was very, very self-conscious about it. And then once I went to college, I was doing English, an English degree. Uh, went to college and just started working out more. and started to become more conscious of what I was eating and, you know, kind of learning about it more and more and more. And from there, what I realized is, hold on a minute. I don't want to be an English teacher anymore. I want to I do this health stuff, this fitness stuff. Um, and that's all it was then. I, initially, all I wanted to do was work with, you know, teams and, you know, sports teams, basically. So I mm-hmm. went back to college again um, once I finished my English degree and I did a sports science degree. Uh, again, the goal, only thing I wanted to do was work with teams. You know, I had no interest in, you know, the general population or just regular people at all. Didn't care, about them, to be perfectly honest. Um, you wanted to work with the athletes. Right, exactly. And... Um, it was just by chance. So I finished college. I ended up getting a hip surgery. So I, you know, I to kind of wait out uh, taking a job as a strength and conditioning coach. And during my recovery time, I just ended up, hey, I need to make some money. I'm just going to work with some regular people, do some personal training. And what I learned from there mm-hmm. was that's when it really started. Like, I know I, I hate working with teams. I don't do it anymore. I just finished up my last team a couple, about two months ago um, because – the, the, the reward from seeing a regular person, you know, get back in shape, get more energy, have a better lifestyle, you know, spend more time with their kids and their family. Um, the, seeing that happen and being able to be a part of it, you know, it's, 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 it's incredible, really. So that's, that's kind of where I've come from. And I can really relate as well because I was, like I said, I was an overweight kid, teenager. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I really do struggle. I continue to struggle food-wise, I guess. Um, you know, in terms of like the the, the I'm a, I'm an emotional eater, basically. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, like a lot of us, and uh, yeah, I think it's, it's it's I can relate to a lot of people because of that. If that, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. You know. Let me let me go back and dig a little bit deeper into this transition from you know your initial desire to you know in in English and language and shifting into fitness and also the fact that you said uh, you, you know you were fit but but you were fat I mean 
it describe if can you describe to me the feeling of people have there's a sense that they can physically do the things that they want to do but they're still not content is that what you're experiencing yes well, yeah, yes i know i mean a lot of it for me Catherine, is you know being very very self-conscious so mm-hmm. for example if you look at it this way we would go we play play games you know on the weekend for our team and we'd have to get changed in the changing room um and I, there's me, I'm the fit guy, I'm one of the fitter guys in the team, but then it doesn't really make sense when you have to take your shirt off and you're overweight. Yeah. You know, and, and when I was younger, I didn't understand this, but now I really understand yeah. it. Like, there's so many people who are really, really fit, but just because of a few missing things in the lifestyle of the diet, it's, you know, it, it's causing us to carry extra weight, carry extra fat. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, it was really, really, a, you know, a, a very, very self-conscious thing. I was so self-conscious. And, and, and now what I've realized from my, you know, from our clients is that so many people are actually super, super self-conscious just walking down the street, you know, mm-hmm. concerned or what people are thinking as they walk in the street or as they walk into a shop or into a, you know, a, into a, a restaurant, whatever, always wondering, okay, who's looking at me now? What are they saying about me over there? You know, so yeah. I can kind of relate to that. But that's, that's really what gets me going, I guess, in terms of helping other people. Well, I've got to go on on this train of thought then because I think it, it's one of the things that keeps me up at night as a trainer. The question is, you know, how fit do we really have to be in order to get that self-confidence to just simply go boldly into life and do what we want to do? So let me ask you this question. Has mm-hmm. there been a point where you've gotten the way to where you want to be and what did, what, what did that feel like? And then beyond that, let's talk about if you have clients who've what we call going all the way and what that was like for them. So has there been a time when you've gotten to the place where you said, Hey, I've nailed it. And what did that feel like? Very good question. That's a very good question. Um, <laughs> looking back now, I would say yes, but at the time, probably not. So for example, there's, there's one time, I think it was two or three years ago when I was at my best visibly in terms of how I looked. There's no mm-hmm. question about it. But at the time, of course, and I'm sure most people who are listening can relate, not very, you're still looking at yourself saying, okay, I look good, but, you know, not happy. Not to say, excuse me, not satisfied. Right. Um, so that was about two years ago, two, two and a half years ago, I remember, yeah. Um, but now as I look back, I'm like, you know, don't be silly. You know, you, 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 you look great right now and you look even better mm-hmm. then. So, you know, I, I suppose the big thing is, is being able to realize and, and accept that, you know, you're, you're, you're not as flawed as you think you are, basically. You know, we, yeah. we, we, look, at each, we look at ourselves and we look, for the, we look for the flaws, we look for the problems in ourselves, rather than looking at it differently now. So the way I look at things now and the way I encourage my clients to look at things is, okay, you know, I, I'm, I'm not where I want to be, maybe, but I've made X, Y, and Z improvements in the last, you know, one month, two months, three months. And, I, you know, so I'm on the road to getting what I want, if that makes sense. You know, so, so now let's, let's, go ahead. Yeah. Well, let's, now let's go ahead and, and I think that's great because I think, uh, I know that I've had the, the same experience and many of our, my clients have. So let's direct that at, you know, helping our audience and helping our clients. Have you, because I suspect that you have, have you had that client where you're looking at them, you know, male or female and thinking, oh, my gosh, they look fantastic. They've really nailed it. But they're still struggling with this. Have you found this in your clients as well? Hey, all the time. Like all the time. 
it's mm-hmm. uh, but, but like so many people think like that. All, all, most of my clients, I would say, think the same thing. And yeah. again, it all comes down to, in my opinion, you know, society and the way the the way people talk about themselves and the way people talk about others. You know, because yeah. there's so much negativity around. There's so many people speaking negative about other people and they're speaking ne- negatively about themselves. You know, constantly being put down. Um, yeah. That's where that comes from, I think. So what we've done with, you know, with, with those clients and with myself, mm-hmm. you, we, we, again, to come back to what we talked about a minute ago, you've got to speak to yourself differently and you've got to speak to other people differently. You know, positively, I mean. And right. that, what that does is it helps you to kind of get, you know, get out of that little rut of, okay, I, I don't look good or I, I should look better, you know. And, and, and a big thing is when I just say there, you should look better. If, if you're only trying to imp- impress yourself, you're only trying to make yourself happy. Okay? I mean, mm-hmm. trying to impress your friends or not, not impress your friends, but keep them happy because, you know, they're always talking about weight and fat loss and being skinny and being, you know, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. forget about your friends. Who cares what, not, not who cares about them, but, you know, their opinion doesn't matter in this case. This is about your health. This is about your energy. This is about your lifestyle. You know, this is about basically doing what's best for yourself rather than making other people happy. Um, so, again, for, for me, Catherine, really, really comes down to, you know, headspace and, you know, being aware of what you really, really actually want rather than being aware of what other people want. Yes, and I, I think one of the things that I see in, in my practice, and I suspect that you see in yours, is that the people who make these amazing changes and keep them are the ones who are consistent and persistent. They're the ones who just, they keep on coming back, they keep on training, and they keep doing their best to try to eat right. And sometimes sometimes they succeed and sometimes they don't, but they just keep going. Do you have those, uh, those kinds of folks who just keep going? And, and what do you think their, their characteristics are? For definite. Hey, and let, let me just preface that for one second. So it was just last week, mm-hmm. actually, I, uh, we signed up a new client and yeah. you know, she's like, really upset with her weight, really upset with pretty much her entire life currently. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, what we do find is usually initially people lose quite a bit of weight in the first week or two, just because, you know, it's, it's, it's changed their lifestyle. But right. This girl, in her first was it three days, I think it was three or four days, she gained two pounds, right? Now, <laughs> it happened. Right? Yeah, right. Now, I'm, I'm like, listen, this is not a big deal at all. Relax. Yeah. You know, you know it's, it's waterways. It's, you know, you know, you give it some time. This does not happen overnight, right? And right. Um, she was like, her, she brought her son with her as well. Young enough son, he's 17 years old. So she brought him to meet me with um. her and the, all the talk was negative. You know, she's thinking of, you know, quitting the program. She, you know, scared to death because she gained two pounds. You know, and it, that mindset is, is crushing her, really is crushing her. And it was kind of enforced or reinforced, excuse me, by her, by her son, you know, which did not help, unfortunately. Um, mm. So that's what I wanted to preface it with. You know, if, if you've got that mindset, it's going to be very, very, very difficult. But those people... Yeah. Who, who are doing well and who do well consistently or continuously, those are the ones who show up every week, first of all. They just show up and get their work done. Um, yes. Right. They show up. Turn up. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> and then. You know, go to the grocery you, store and go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. It's not that hard. 
<laughs> no, but like you, you don't have to be too, too anal about it or too, you know, caught up with your, with your diet and your nutrition. Just turn up to the gym. That's it. That's done. It's, you know, it's an hour a week, two hours a week, whatever it is you do. And then just be okay with your food. You know, you don't right. have to eat ridiculously healthy all day long, every day of the week. You don't have to do it. You know, if you, know, if you want to be super healthy and super, you know, energetic, yeah, fair enough, we're going to do that. But if it's just initial weight loss and consistent weight loss and fat loss that we're looking for, just turn up to the gym and just eat decent and keep, just keep doing well, and, it. You know, it's, it's, and ahead, I yeah. think the big thing about turning up at the gym, Andrew, and we're going to talk specifically about your program now, is that when people actually go to the gym and meet with a real trainer and go to a fitness studio, what they get is, you know, they get a plan and they get programming that's going to going to progress them. So let's talk about some of the things that you do uh, in your facility helps people get results. Yeah, certainly. Um, I'll give you a, a broad overview first of all for anyone listening. So our workouts are 30 minutes long. So people mm-hmm. come in for a 30 minute workout. After a warm up, they probably work out for 25 minutes. And yeah. it's a combination of resistance training, which is, you know, weights or body weight stuff. And we combine high intensity cardio, you know, you know, anything intense, basically a burpee, a mountain climber, you know, a a squat jump, whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and what that does, Catherine, is this, if, if, so if, if you compare, you know, you know, your friends who go to the gym for one hour or two hours at a time, you know, they might do their, their cardio and their weights, you know, separately. And they'll see results, you know, for, you know, a week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever it is. And then it just stops or it just slows down or, you know, they gain all the weight back. And so we took that and we, you know, we condensed our workouts on 30 minutes. We combined the resistance training, which is going to add a little bit of muscle tone, which yep. will increase your metabolism, right? So this is very, very important. So if you think, if anyone who doesn't know what their metabolism is, it's basically if you compare, compare you know, a big truck, so a big engine in a truck, to, uh, you know, a small car, like a, what's a small car in America, a Ford Focus or something? Yes, um, exactly. Right, yeah, so if you compare the, the engine and the Focus to the engine in your big truck, the truck's going to burn more fuel. Sure right? is. So we, if we compare our metabolism, or look at our metabolism the same way, the bigger your metabolism or the higher your metabolism, right, the more fuel it's going to burn. So it's like, you want your metabolism to be like that truck. Yeah. Okay. Um, so for that reason, we got to do some resistance training. Resistance training is going to build a little bit of muscle tone, like we said, and muscle, yeah. uh, muscle, you know, it, it, it allows you to burn calories at rest. So when you're sitting down at home watching TV or you sit at the office at work, you can burn calories at rest. Okay. So the, the, the best, uh, the, the way to look at this, and I got this from, from Bedros, you know, Bedros. Right. Um, of course. Is, I, I love this one. Have you ever had a muscle cramp, right? And you have, Catherine, right? Yeah, sure. Right, but you've never had a fat cramp, right? Ah, oh, that's hilarious. I've never, <laughs> you know, heard you've that never had that before. Yeah, right? I've had a muscle cramp, but I've never had a fat cramp. That's for yeah, sure. So, and, and the reason <laughs> is, right, <laughs> like muscle is metabolically active. So what that means is it, you think, it takes energy and it takes calories to keep it yeah. on your body. That's why yeah. it cramps. Whereas fat just sits there and looks ugly and takes up space, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then that's kind of what we do, what we do the resistance training part of it. And then we combine it then with, you know, our, our high intensity cardio. So what that does is during the workout, you get a chance to kind of burn extra calories, you know, feel really like you worked out hard. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how, you know, how we combine, com- I cannot speak today, how we combine the two. Um, You're speaking there, great. Say that again? You are speaking great. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, so that, that's the, the workout aspect, um, which is obviously very, very important. But without the nutrition, you know, <laughs> without the nutrition, you're going to be like I was when I was a teenager in my early 20s, fit, yeah. but fat. Um, right. You're, you're covered with that layer. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. Nobody can see uh, all that beautiful muscle you're creating because it's covered with a layer of fat. That's true. Yeah. So with the nutrition... Uh, yeah. I like to keep it very, very simple. So I, I think very, very similar to yourself, um, you know, your sugar mm-hmm. freedom. Right. Um, but I want to make it as simple as possible for people. You know, we've got busy lives. We've got families. We've got kids. We've got, you know, husbands or wives to, you know, hang out with. Whatever it is, you're, you're mm-hmm. super, super busy. You're always cut up. You're always doing something. So how do we make it easier for yourself? And we talked about this a little, a little bit last week. But... If you can, and this is how, how my Fat Lots and Busy Parents program kind of came about, I guess. How, right. how can I make my clients spend less time in the kitchen, but still, you know, get what they need just so that they, you know, they, they get healthy, they burn fat, they have more energy. And it's very, right. very, very simple. Now, in an ideal world, they'll cook everything on a Sunday, in my opinion, but most people don't want to do that. So no. all we but, have to do... Some do, though. Some will do it. Oh, yeah, well, that's for sure, yeah, but that's for, that's for sure, definitely. And if they will, fantastic. Yeah. But, well, now, let's, um, let's talk about the optimal thing because we want, when people, when people tune in and they listen to our advice, they want to hear, you know, the, the, the gold standard. So, so what would that Sunday look like? What would be people cooking on that sun, Sunday? What would it look like? Okay. For, okay, for me then, this is what I do. I yeah. buy I buy all my meat and all my fish and you know mm-hmm. bring it home done. So what yep. I do is I heat I heat up the oven. Yep. So while it's heating up, I I dice up whatever meat I'm having that week. So whether it's chicken, turkey, you know, if it's fish, salmon, cod, whatever I'm having. So whatever I decide to have that week, I'm just chopping it all up. Right. Put I put it into I've got one two three four, I've got five baking trays small little ones. Wow. Put all the different pieces of meat into them. Then cover them with loads of herbs and spices just to make it nice. Yum. Um, and then depending on what the meal is, I will have, so I'll dice up vegetables, you know, broccoli, peppers, mushrooms, onions. It depends mm-hmm. on whatever I want to have, right? So just dice up yep. those, dump them into each individual meal, and that's it. It's in the oven. And now here's the thing. That took me probably 10 minutes to do. I put it in the oven. And I turn the oven on a timer and I leave yep. and go to my office and do some work. And once the timer buzzes again, my food is done. I just want to say to the audience, this is so, so powerful. And that sounds, you know, that's very similar to the way I do my vegetables. And, you know, you could use a slow cooker too. If people could just get in a pattern, in a habitual pattern of doing this cooking, then the food is there for them. And man, if you just have to, you know, open the refrigerator, pull it out and heat it up or the freezer, what you've done is you've eliminated all of this temptation and all of this confusion. And I think one of the most valuable things is if we could just get people to cook and get in that habit, then man, oh man, the fat loss would very often take care of itself. Do you agree? Oh, 100%. And then, hey, if you look at it this way, right? What if 
we didn't have to be prepared? What if we didn't actually have to do that much? You, know, you, don't, you don't have to sit down on a Sunday and cook all your meals. What if you didn't do that? What if you just did? You pick okay. out five meals. So let's just say Monday to Friday. Okay. We'll pick out five meals, five different recipes, excuse me, that you know you will, will like and your family will like. Okay. And right. those recipes all are going to be, you know, picked from a, you know, your recipe book or my recipe book or whatever it is. So they know yeah. they get results from it. Okay. Now, most parents, for the most part, hopefully will be cooking one meal a day, which is dinner for, you know, their family. Exactly. And if you're not, all you have to do is commit to cooking one meal a day. When you're right. cooking dinner, whatever it is, you make it a little bit more and that's tomorrow's lunch when you're going to work. And that's it. Done. So- exactly. It really is, you know, as you said, you know, when you wrote your program that you wanted to make it simple, and it is simple. Um, it isn't always easy because you have to make the transition off of prepared convenience food, which so many of us are hooked on and addicted to, not just in terms of convenience. If we can just get people to make this transition. Uh, and, and I see this, this is what I see in my success story clients. They, they come to the studio, they do their training session, and they commit to uh, preparing food and also looking around in their environment and saying, okay, where are the places that I go in an emergency or in a pinch that I can at least get something close to mm-hmm. what I would make at home? And let's talk about that a little bit. I, I really like to hear insights from from trainers and authors about what are you seeing that's working uh your clients uh, who are parents today, what do you see that's working for them? In, in terms of their food prep? Yeah. Well, actually, in terms of, um, I think, m- more of a broader view. Uh, you know, if you think of the people that, that you've worked with who've, who've done well, what are the things that you think make them unique that our listeners could, could learn from them? Okay. I'm going to say, okay, good question. The first one is what we just talked about is the food prep. And I and right. again, it's I don't prep. think it's a, I don't think it's a Sunday thing. It's just tonight's dinner is tomorrow's lunch. Tonight's dinner is tomorrow's lunch. That's the first thing. Yeah. Okay. Most of them do that. The second thing is this, and I think this is probably the most important, is creating an environment around you so that you know it's conducive to getting what you want. So what I mean by that is um, we have this really nice reception area at our at our facility guys have actually started to come early to sit down before their workout and talk with their, you know, their new friends, right? Yeah. All, these, all these new friends are on the same damn mission. We're all looking for the exact same thing. We're looking to get in shape, be healthy, have more energy, you know, spend more time with our kids, our families. Um, we're all looking for the exact same things that are all, they all become, without really trying, they become supportive of each other. And, and what I've noticed now is, so they even just, was it last week? Actually, yeah, last week, uh, I got a photograph at, on Saturday night around 10.30 from one of my clients. She sent me a photo. There was, like, there was eight of them sitting around a dinner table mm. in, in one of their houses. Um, mm. And there was another group of four other girls who were out for dinner for one day for someone's birthday. None of these people knew each other before they, were, before they joined our gym. None of them. So what's happening is... Go on, yeah. That is so cool because it's so interesting. So many of us, myself included, we have this laser, laser focus on nutrition and training, nutrition and training, nutrition and training. And what, what you come up with, and I've got to say I agree 100%, is it's social support. 
That's day. That's the description. Thank you. Yeah. And that's, you know, of course, you know, we both with Craig Ballantyne, you know, his his influence, you know, that's the term that he uses for it. And it's amazing because everybody's like, oh, it must be about the food and the workout, the food and the workout. And when you really get down to it, getting into an atmosphere of success by relating with and hooking up with, well, getting, becoming friends with people who have the same goals, that's when the magic happens. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and the the, you and know, the interesting. Think, go on, yeah, go on. Uh, we and we, we we keep each other accountable. Can you talk about accountability a little bit? Yeah, hey, absolutely. I'm going to use myself in the, in this situation. Okay. Um, I'm going to use myself and my business. Okay, so obviously, you know, uh, my 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 main focus or my main interest is to help more and more people. But at the end of the day, right. I'm growing a business at the same time. So I'm, you know, I'm trying to make money and make a living from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've noticed is, so around here, I don't tend to hang out with a lot of people who are business oriented or anything like that. So I, I, I find there's very, very few people who can keep me accountable, if that makes sense. Right. Okay. Right. And what happens is when I, when I, so when I don't surround myself with the right people, my business every single time suffers every single time so what i do is and i you know i've got to be so so aware of it i've i've, I've this is only something i've really started implementing in the last few months is I, I go to america i would say six or seven times a year so that's number one mm-hmm. that's to hang out with like-minded business people who are right. really really focused on what they want um and number two is i try to go to some sort of an event locally here you know, once a week or once every second week. Again, just to be around people who are, it doesn't matter if business oriented or not, but people who are going, moving forward with their life, moving forward someplace. Yeah. Um, and when I hang out with those people or around, I don't even, not even if I'm friends with them or not, but if I'm around them for a little bit of time, it kind of helps to keep me accountable, say, you know, to keep going and to keep, you know, keep growing my, my, me and my business and all that. Um, you know, the same thing that applies to all our clients, you know, when it's, when it's a body or, a, you know, a physical or a whatever standpoint, you know, a thing you're trying to guess, you've got to be around those, those people who are looking for the exact same thing you are. Because without even trying, they will, without even asking them, they will keep you accountable. Um, and if you don't have that, you've got to ask a family member or somebody close to you, listen, this is what I want. I need you to help me get it. If they don't know about it, they're not going to help you get it. Now, Andrew, I know you're not expe- expecting this question, but you bring me into it because I've been, really been thinking about this as well on, you know, because most, most people, we want health and, and fitness for things like, you know, success and beauty and the ability or handsomeness and the ability to, to, you know, to get the things that you want out of life. You and I've got to ask you, yeah, yeah, of course we can. Well, and I tell you what, we can both make our clients better looking. I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, myself and a number of my clients, um, including my sister in Texas, we've literally stopped wearing makeup on our faces nice. because when you, when you, I don't know if you've noticed this with your, your female clients, when you cut out the sugar and the grain and the processed food, your face just starts to glow. And, okay, and, it, and so, yeah, I do think that we can get better looking and you've got bright eyes and shiny hair and I really think it works. And, uh, and well, that's a great, that's a great topic in and of itself, how, how healthy, pure, whole food actually makes you more physically attractive. 
But yep. but one of the things I wanted to say to you is, do you think that there really is uh, this effect from being with people in a live situation, whether it's a business mastermind or whether it's a training session where we're actually being in the room with other people uh, elevates everybody? Without it, you're going nowhere. I mean, it's that simple. Without it, yeah. you're really going, you know, it's not that you're going nowhere, it's just going to be so much harder. So much yeah. harder. Um, like, hey, even in, in my, again, for, from a fitness standpoint, for me, again, I'm using yeah. myself a lot here. But so I'm a member of a public gym as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I obviously have my own gym, but I'm also a member of a public gym just for certain equipment that I want to use. Um, of course. But what I've found lately is, I don't enjoy working out at that public gym that much. And I started jumping into my own, the, the workouts at my gym. Those workouts mm-hmm. are not necessarily oriented towards what I want to do, what, what I want to do with my body. But I just love right. it because it's all those people are around you. They're all motivated. They're all looking for the same thing. I just feel yeah. great. So, uh, yeah, even in that case, you know, just, yeah, the more if you're around them, you're, it, it, it's going to help without even... You know, without even making a big deal of it, if that makes sense. You know, you just just be around them. It will help without trying. That's it. Effortlessly. I I agree. And I think we can even call it, uh, you know, the live effect. And I just wrote the live effect down. It's like, it's that, you know, actually, because, you know, so many of us, you know, we have Facebook and we have things like that. But, wow, if you can get into, the, into a room with people who've got the same goals as you, it can really, really elevate you. Um, it, very, very exciting. Very, very cool. Uh, now we talked a little bit last week about uh, about you know some troubleshooting and and things like plateaus and things like that. And I shared with you some of the things that I do. Um, and this is what so many of my listeners are curious about. What are some of the things that you do if somebody if you see somebody slowing down in in, in their progress? Do you mind sharing uh, some tips on that with us? Good question. Um, usually. And it's not across the board, but usually what I've found is when someone's progress starts to slow down or stop, mm-hmm. it's for, in, in my case, it's been for one or two reasons. Um, they either stop eating enough or, uh-huh. uh, right? or they've just stopped working out as much. So, you know, the, the, the working out one is, is simple. Just turn up, right? Again, we've already spoken about that, but the, the meals one, usually what I've found is they've cut down to... So what I recommend people do is get three meals, so breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a snack mm-hmm. at some point. Okay. okay. Uh, so that's what we go with. I know you don't necessarily do that, but what I have found depends, is yeah. when they cut out two of those meals, even one of those meals, they, their results always, always, always slow down or stop. Always. Oh. Um, and, and it's... <laughs> The 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 the, uh, the answer is very very simple. Go back to what we talked about a while ago. Tonight's dinner is tomorrow's lunch. Um, yeah. And then like when you're making so hopefully most people make breakfast. If they don't, no problem. What we encourage them all to do is just make some sort of a you know a a, a, a shake. So for example, what I get a lot of my guys to do and what I do myself is I will mix protein powder with water with a load of spinach, handful mm-hmm. of berries and a handful of nuts. Blend that yeah. up. It takes 45 seconds. Sounds and easy. Yeah, but you bring that to work with you or you bring it wherever you're going. And again, you're, what it does is it kind of kickstarts you again to get back on the road to eating consistently and being consistent with what you want so that you get what you want. 
And um, just but, I want to ask, and does that keep you and your and your clients, uh, does that keep you satisfied until lunchtime? Does that seem to work? 100%, yes. At the beginning, okay. it probably, if it's new to you, probably not. Uh, if you're eating yeah. a lot of sugar, it'll be different. But after, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, two, three days, you'll be fine. Definitely. It fills them up big time. That is so cool. That is so cool. Do you, and do you find that um, sometimes uh, people need to make a little bit of a shift, change? Do they need to go for a sort of progression in their training? Or is it just really mostly just showing up and being consistent when they get on a little plateau? Okay, so we'll show up and be consistent. That's, you know, it, it goes without saying you've got to do that. Um, now, in some people's cases, Catherine, you know, they've, you know, they've gotten to a point where, okay, we really do need to change things up. That's fair enough. Um, what we might do is we do some carb cycling. So what carb cycling, mm-hmm. cycling is, you know, and I'm, not, I'm not big on carbs in general, um, but carb cycling would be, you know, you take two, three, four, five, six days with very, very low carbs. Now, that does not yeah. mean don't eat vegetables. Eat loads of vegetables. I know. <laughs> um, and then you'll take a day or two days, usually one day, though, where, you know, you eat some, you know, add sweet potato, wild rice, something like that to your meals just to bump your carbs up a little bit. And what that does, you know, it, it kind of helps you hormonally to, to reset your body and, you know, get it back where, where back in the direction, going in the direction where you wanted it to go. Um, yeah, so like a lot of times our body is just, you know, it's fatigued, it's tired, it does need some carbs from time to time, that's fine. Um, you know, and that's oftentimes why low carb diets don't always work. Um, now, I, again, I'm not, I'm not overly pro carbs. I'm not against them either, though. They, you know, they do have their place for definite. So I think that's the big thing. You know, kind of tinkering with your carbs. You know, keep them low for a couple of days, bump them back up for a little bit of time. Keep them low, bump them back up. Keep them low, bump them back up. Um, I again, I love go it. Ahead. Yeah. Well, and I one thing I do want to want to talk about. Um, uh, I, I agree a hundred percent that this it, kind of the carb cycling. Sometimes what we do at Gordon Studio is we do called fat cycling as well because sugar freedom is a little bit higher fat diet that most people are used to sometimes if they stall on sugar freedom we'll pull the, some of the fat out for a couple of days and mm. and and get things moving again but this brings up something that i'm really becoming convinced is real as i continue on in my practice um what i'm noticing is uh metabolic diversity meaning that wow, different macronutrient combinations are really working for different people. Are you noticing metabolic diversity in your clients? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, you know, and um, I suspect actually that girl I talked to you a while ago about, you know, the girl who, who gained two pounds in her first couple of days. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, I never told you. It turns out she's yeah. uh, got severe reactions to dairy. And... Oh. She never told me, and <laughs> she was eating a lot of uh, whey protein. So, she was massively <laughs> bloated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Poor lady. Bloated. Oh, poor lady. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I feel for her. <laughs> but that's an example of, you know, she does not work well with dairy. I, you know, some mm-hmm. people do, you know, they're, they're okay with dairy. Um, right. You know, so things like that. Yeah, of course, for definite. You know, some people, in my case, for example, I just do not do well with carbs. I just don't do well right. with them. Whereas I've got friends, yeah, right. Um, yeah. I've got friends and clients who can eat them all flipping day and still lose weight, you know, yep. and be healthy. So it, it's 
yeah, it, it, it varies person to person. It's all about what it's all about figuring out what works for you. However, yeah. however, um, however, I think to be to begin with, you know, what what you suggest in sugar freedom um, is very very uh, appropriate for pretty much everybody to begin with. Yeah, I more and more I have to say that I just I don't really see any reason to to eat you know sugar and processed flour filled junk. I just I just don't nope. see any reason to, and I suspect that you agree with me. So as we as, as yeah. we come yeah as we've come through our half hour and this has really been wonderful. I just I want to go back over some of the main points for success that have really jumped out at me uh, from from this interview. Number one, what we started with, positive self-talk. Get rid of the negativity. Uh, number two, preparation. You know, preparation in your food, whether if it's just tonight's dinner and tomorrow's lunch or whether it's a week full. And then number three would be uh, social support. So I just think there's three things right there. Uh, actually, the four and also the live effect. Uh, you know, well, that's social support. So, you know, get rid of the ne negativity. Preparing where your food is, is concerned and get some social support. Is there anything else you'd like to, to add on, on those, those big subjects? Yeah, well, I think there's a follow-on of who you surround yourself with, but what do you surround yourself with? So what I mean by oh. that is I don't watch TV. No, I, that's a lie. Got I it. do watch TV. I do watch it. <laughs> but, you know, not that often. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I may watch it, you know, with my girlfriend, we want to watch a movie, you know, on a weekend. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I spend all my spare time reading books that are, you know, in line with what I want to get from my life, from my, you know, from my business, right. and from my health. Uh, or listening to podcasts, listening to audio books, things like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm always doing something that is going to move me in the right direction. However, and I do not listen to the news. And I actually just had an, yeah. an argument, had a discussion with, a, with my girlfriend actually just the other day, uh, yesterday. Yeah. And she would say that, so the news came out on the radio, we were driving home from, uh, we took the weekend away, and uh, the news came on and I turned it right off. And she was like, why did you mm -hmm. do that? Why did you do this? So I turned it back on. And I, and I said, listen to this. And she listened. The first thing they talked about was a murder. Oh. Like, right? And, but hey, th oh. this is... Uh, I was lucky in the fact that I said, just listen, I bet you it's something bad. Um, but there's always this negative stuff going around, you know, on the news, you know, on the newspapers, wherever. You've got to, you just got to limit your exposure to it. Limit your exposure to it because it, even if you don't think it's affecting you, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. And the same goes, by the way, for the people you hang around with. We've all got, you know, a couple of negative, I did a, a blog post on this the other day, actually. We've all got negative people in our lives or negative people who are unfortunately surrounding us. You've got to really, really limit your exposure to them because they're, they're holding you back. Got it. You know, and uh, yeah, that, 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 that's what I would say. So negative people and negative media. Yeah. Anything Which, negative. Just get yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, Oh, Andrew, this has just been, just been wonderful. And I, uh, I went ahead and pulled up your fatlossforbusyparents.com. And so mm -hmm. that's available for people to, to check out. They want to look at, look at that. And how else can people, uh, you know, get more, get some access to you or learn 
about uh, what you're all about in fitness. Okay, so first of all, fatlossprovisionparents.com, like you said. And Got it. I would say follow me on Snapchat. And oh, my Snapchat great. is actually let me just find out what my handle is on that. One second. Oh, you're so cutting edge. I'm not on Snapchat, <laughs> dude. This is great. What is it? Hold on. Oh, it's it's. I uh, know what it is. I just haven't. I just. Uh, how do you mind if I ask how old you are? I'm 27. Oh, see, you're in your 20s. I'm, that's that, and I love it. I've got clients in my 20s too, and I know people in their 20s want to get healthy too. But that's part of it. I'm I'm going to be 52 next month. Um, you're a little bit more than half my age. <laughs> anyway, go on, go on, keep going. Um, I would say follow me on Snapchat because it's a very very easy way to ask questions and 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 get help out pretty pretty much immediately. Um, awesome. My, my, yeah, my Snapchat handle is B-E-B-E-A-T-T-Y Fitness. Um, you better go back and do that again, you Irishman speaking so quickly. A little slower, please. <laughs> Sorry. It's B-E-B okay. Fitness. B-E-A-T-T-Y and Fitness. All one word. Got it. Um, okay. Got it. <laughs> Snapchat. Yeah. Snapchat or, yeah, Fat Loss Brizzy Parents. That's awesome. Well, I, I look forward to uh, continuing to be in contact with you. I'm so glad that we connected. Uh, you've inspired me. I love the takeaways that we've got from today. And uh, it'll be really fun to, uh, you know, write a, a blog and a little bit more about some of the things that we talked to today. Continuing to help people out and help them reach their goals and get into positivity and really love their lives. So, Andrew, I'm going to say thank you again and say to my audience, Catherine Green from the Sugar Freedom Show and SugarFreedom.com, saying have an absolutely wonderful week, and we'll talk to you again right here on the Sugar Freedom Show. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks, Catherine. You're welcome.